Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haprasit would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. This morning, I would like to continue to talk about Happy Family. Uh, this is a new series called Happy Family. I will talk about family off and on in this church. Lots of teaching about families, so there will be a lot to come. But this is the first foundation. Last Sunday, we learned from Psalm 128, verses 1 to 6. We went through only two verses. Continue today. We will learn more from this passage of the scripture in Psalm 128 verses 1 to 6. Blessed are all who fear the Lord, who walk in his ways. You will eat the fruit of your labor. Blessings and prosperity will be yours. Your wife will be like a fruitful vine within your house. Your sons will be like olive shoots around your table. Thus is the man blessed who fears the Lord. May the Lord bless you from Zion all the days of your life. May you see the prosperity of Jerusalem and may you live to see your children's children. Peace be upon you. I will continue the second part of this passage or message. Last time we learned that in order to build a strong, successful family, we need to go 100% with God. We need to take God seriously. We need to fear the Lord and want to pursue God 100%. God is the answer to our family, to our personal life. Therefore, we need to pursue the Lord. Today, we will learn the second principle from this passage of how to build a happy family. Let me read from verse 3 again. Psalm 128, verse 3. I will continue. Last time, we learned two verses. Verse 3 says, Your wife shall be like a fruitful vine in the very heart of your house, and your children, son and daughters, like olive plants, all around your table. This scripture talks about the environment, talking about the atmosphere in your home. So in order to build a very successful, happy home, husband, definitely wife too, but start with husband. You notice that God obviously focused on the man first. He said, your wife, not somebody else's wife. Your wife, not other woman, your wife. Which means God speak to the husband first. God always speak to the head of each institution. God always speak to the man, the husband. Because he knows that if the husband falls or gets into trouble, the whole household can be in big trouble. Can a woman sin? Can a woman make mistake? Yes. But... It's more important that the man will hold a flag. 
the husband need to be very strong. And Satan, his primary job is to get rid of the men and get the men out of the picture from every house. He will try everything to get husband into adultery, into loving money, into pornography, into gambling, into addiction, into being a happy baby maker, but not a good father and a good husband. I just want to make baby, but I don't want to love my wife. So when the devil can damage the man in the house, the husband in the house, the rest of the house going to suffer and going to fail. So men in this church, wake up. You are the leader, not a boss leader. You are the servant leader. You serve your wife. You lead your wife with love and you lead your wife with integrity, godliness, and righteousness. You lead your wife to the way of God. You don't want to listen to the devil and become an irresponsible man. Player around. You don't want to be somebody who will destroy your own family. God wants you to be committed. God wants you to be dedicated to your household, to your wife and your children. And when the man or the husband failed, and many men failed in the house, the whole family will be broken down. And then the church will be broken down. And the community will suffer. So the husband is the key to lead the family. Amen? God say, your wife shall be a fruitful vine. Your wife, don't get involved with other women, only your wife. Don't try to go out and try to flirt with other women and try to please other women. You need to build atmosphere, not for other women, but for your own woman, for your own wife. Build the atmosphere, the godly atmosphere that your wife will be a fruitful vine. The Bible talks about olive and vine. So I'd like to talk about wife first. How the husband will build the atmosphere that your wife shall be not a dead vine, not a shrinking vine, but a fruitful vine. When you look at the vine, can I have the picture of the vine? See the vine there. Okay, just leave the picture there for now. When we talk about the vine, I would like to talk about 3C, about the vine. And this is something that will happen to your wife when you have this 3C in you, that you build that atmosphere. The first thing is that you shall build the atmosphere that your wife will always clings or attach. The wife will take a hold of whatever it is attached to. You notice that that vibe go up and attach to the pole there, attached to the wood there. So, husband, you need to build the atmosphere that your wife like to your life around with her branches, to cling to you, to like to be around you, 
to be attached to you, you come home and you show your love, you show your kindness to her, sweet word to her. The Bible says a man shall leave his mom and his father and shall cling to his wife, shall cleave to his wife. So you can see here that God wants the husband and the wife to be together, to cling to, to one another. So my dear brother and sister, all the men in this room, go home and think about it. What can you do to make your wife like to be around you, not to run away from you, to cling to you, to cleave to you? Not that when you come home, you're so upset and you're so moody and yell and complain and your wife wants to say, oh, I I want to get away from him. I want to run away from him. He's so mean to me. No, you need to show love. You need to honor your wife. You need to support her. You need to pray for her, encourage her. You need to be a good example to her. And appreciate her. Appreciate that she cleaned the kitchen for you. Don't take your wife for granted. Oh, it's your job. I have done my job too. I come home and, hey, do your job. And if you do that, you say you do your job, I do my job. And you don't care about how your wife feels. After that, she may not care about you either that night. Is that right? So you want to build the atmosphere that your wife will cling to you, like to be around you. And when she come and wrap around you, your anointing, your goodness, your love, your maturity, your kindness, your power, your, your grace will flow into her. And when it flows into her, what happens next? The vine does not only cling, but the vine also climbs. C-L-I-M-B-S. The vine will climb up the pole. Not only cling to the pole. It climbs. And spread out. And grow. And become beautiful. Without clinging. Without attaching. Being attached. The vine cannot grow and spread and climb. Is that right? So when you are a good husband, besides she will cling to you, she will start to grow. She will become a better woman every single year. She she will develop her skill, develop her strength, build up her anointing, her abilities. She will grow. She will be stronger every year. She looks more beautiful every year, even though she may have more age. But she still looks younger every year because you are the source of life that God flows to you to bless your wife. She will grow. She will become a better woman. And today, all the women in this room like me now <laughs> because I'm talking to the men. This year, she should have more affection than last year because you flow the love into her heart. This year, she should have more faith in God than last year because you are the man of faith. And when she clings around you, your faith will flow into her heart. And she say, yes, 
yes and amen because you speak faith at home. She cling around you and you speak faith, and she s yes, yes, yes. We need to have faith. Your life will make your wife develop, grow more, become more stronger and stronger in faith, in anointing, in grace, in compassion. You need to be that kind of husband to build the atmosphere that your wife not only to cling but also to climb and to grow and spread out. Number three, the third characteristic of a vine is that the vine clusters. C number three C clings, climbs, and cluster. What does it mean? Cluster. It means it produces grapes. It will produce fruit. When she clings to you, when she climbs and spread, and she healthy and she gets stronger, she will produce more grapes. And what happened to the grapes if you do something with it? It will become wide. You will drink, and you get drunk. You're gonna get drunk in her love. Then the home will be happy. Is that right? So when your wife really cling to you, loved you, what happened next? You will be a cha- have a chance. To really, really grow up, and you can help your wife to be a vine that helps you to be happy. That's why I always say this way: happy wife, happy life. All the men say with me: happy wife, happy life. I don't. I see that some men didn't say anything. You just. Are you serious about this? How many people are serious about the Word of God? I'm serious. Everyone say again: Happy wife, happy life. <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. Yes, when your wife is happy, you shall be happy, because she is like the vine. She will make you fulfill. She will make you flourish and successful. I can preach the good message on Sunday because my wife make me happy at home. Is that right? If I have trouble at home, I cannot come and preach on Sunday like this. She is like the wife for me. She helped me to be happy, to be drunk in her love, to be drunk in her mercy. In her service, in her caring for me, I'm a happy man because I have a happy wife. But before my wife is happy, I need to build a good atmosphere that my wife will become like a vine that will cling, that will climb, and that will also cluster and produce grapes. And then you shall be happy. When husband and wife cling together and they love one another and serve together with unity, what happened into that home? Let me read from Psalm 133. The Bible say, "Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren, which means that a group of people, not just man, a group of people in a home or in a church, to dwell together in unity." 
It is like the precious oil upon the head, running down on the beard, the beard of Aaron, running down on the edge of his garments. It is like the dew of Hermon descending upon the mountains of Zion, for there the Lord commanded the blessing and life forevermore. How many people want God to command the blessing into your home? How many people want God to give life to your home? Husband, you need to build the atmosphere that your wife will grow, attached to you, have unity in your house. And when God sees unity in your house, God says, I will command the blessing into this house. And your wife grow and become strong. You must make an atmosphere or environment in the house to build your wife up, to flourish, and to succeed. You need to help the wife or your wife to cling and to grow so that your house is going to be happy and successful. My dear brother and sister, you cannot expect a summer wife if you bring home winter weather. You cannot have a summer wife if you bring home a winter weather. Amen? Don't expect a vineyard to grow if it is snowing and hailing all the time with complain and yelling and mean words from your mouth. You need to be a godly, lovely, kind, honorable husband. Honor your wife. Love your wife. Talk nice to your wife. When you come home, you serve her. You may say, Pastor, you're not reasonable at all. I have been in the car lot all day. Selling car. I'm tired. I come home and need to sit on the couch. You need to cook for me. I'm tired. No, you come home to the second job. You have two jobs. First job is to be in the car lot. The second job is to help your wife to clean the dishes, to vacuum the house. Is that right? To take the garbage can out, the garbage bag. You come home and you have a second job to encourage your wife and say, Honey, you know, I've been busy all day long at my work. I'm tired, but you know, all day long, I cannot get you out of my mind. (laughs) Your face is in my mind all the time. I miss you all day. When my job is done at 5 p.m., I hurry to pack my luggage, uh, not luggage, my briefcase, my whatever, (laughs) my computer bag. And I cannot wait to drive home to see you. I'm happy to see you. That is your job too. To encourage her. To let her know that you love her. Don't take me wrong, I'm not a perfect husband. 
I need to improve too. Pastor Dan know that I'm not perfect. I need to improve, but I'm still learning and growing to be a better husband. It may take 40 years to learn sometime. <laughs> you outserve your wife. You serve your wife. You serve her. You help her. You're nice to her. Amen. Help her. But you say, "I don't feel like it. I don't feel like serving my wife when I come home. I'm tired." No, you don't have to serve her. You don't have to. You don't have to feel like to serve her. But that night, she's gonna say the same thing. I don't feel like. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> the Bible says, "Your children." Now, let's talk about the wife. Gonna talk about children. <laughs> It's enough for the wife. Now, both husband and wife need to work together. Your children shall be like olive plants around your table. Let's show the picture of olive plant up there. Olive plants. Up there, and show the olive, olive tree, and show the fruit of olives. Okay, so many of us grow up in another land. You never seen olive. Olive is in Palestine. Okay, olive tree or olive plants grow in the rocky soil, and it takes about sixteen, fifteen years to become mature to produce fruit. And when it starts to produce fruit, it will last 40-50 years. So, in order to for the olive tree or plant to grow to produce fruit, it takes number one time. Two, it takes also nurturing. Olive tree around your table will produce the fruit, and the fruit will be made into oil. And that oil will be used for medicine, healing, will be used for massage, and for cooking. So when you build a good atmosphere in your house, husband and wife, husband start from helping the wife to cling, to climb, to grow, to progress, and to become wine or cluster and produce fruit. That you will be a happy man, you and your wife happy couple. Then you both can nurture your kids and produce the atmosphere that your children will grow, will be strong, and to be fruitful. You need to nurture your children. They need to grow, and they cannot grow by themselves. They grow with your nurturing, your watering, and your help. So, parents, you have the job to produce good soil in your house, the soil of holiness, the soil of godliness, righteousness, the soil of love, honor, integrity, loyalty, faithfulness, the soil of loving God, the fear of God in your house. In fact, a week ago, I have to make a major decision about the ministry, and you need to understand about some culture in Asia, including Thai people. 
in Thai culture, we have this habit. If we can twist a little bit, in Thai we call tuk tik. Tuk tik, huh? Tuk tik. What do you say? Tuk tik. Okay, I say it wrong. Tuk tik. The word tuk tik means like this: If you can go off to do something to cheat or to corrupt or not follow the rule and just off the rule a little bit, that's okay, as long as you get the benefit. And a week ago or two weeks ago, God spoke to me, son. You lead this church. You lead your home. No tuktik. No off one degree. Yes means yes. No means no. Don't play around. Don't twist. Don't try to do anything tuktik. Or off a little bit to get the benefit. And even sometimes you go just. Mean yes, no. Mean no. People may get mad at you and leave the church. And God say it's okay. Let them leave, because you gonna stand before me, and your house need to be righteous and holy and right on with me. I need to build that kind of atmosphere in my house. Amen. Parents, your kids should not be nurtured. By the teacher at the school, your kids should be nurtured by you. They need to see your example. If your teacher help you to nurture your kids, and is extra bonus, and also addition. Your kids should not be raised up by the church. Should not be raised up by the Sunday school and the pastor. They are in the church only a few hours a week. Who raised your kids? You raised your kids. You need to nurture your kids. They need to sit around your table in the lunch time, dinner time, and in the lunch time, dinner time, you can talk about God. You can talk about principle of God. You can show them the ex- them example how to live a godly life, how to live in the fear of God, and they will see it that wow, this is the way of the Lord. You produce your own kind. Do you know that? The apple produce apples. Sometimes I give counseling to people. One person asked me, Pastor, why my kids hate to go to school and also hate the teacher and also don't want to go to school anymore? And when I look at that person, You don't want to go to church. You always have problem with the pastor. You always criticize the pastor. You always have attitude against the church leader. Now I understand why your son have problem with the teacher. Don't want to go to school and don't want to study because you produce your own kind. You see my point here. Parents, you need to be godly. You need to take God first. You need to take serious about repentance and doing the right thing. Because you nurture them not just by what you say, but how you live and your lifestyle. If you love your career, you love your money more than your wife, more than your children. 
your life just so bombarded and so busy with money and making money and all the time you don't care about your wife and about your kids, you're going to build a miserable home. You need to come home, spend time with your members, your family members. You need to nurture your children. Amen? The same thing, wife. Some wife like to climb corporate ladder, want to be manager in a company, but leave home and don't do anything at home. Busy. Some wife busy with the ministry so much. Phone call, phone call, phone call. Never have time for husband. Never have time for the kids. And you know what happened? You're going to have a miserable home. You need to set aside your time for your husband. Ministry. Yes, you should do. But it's not the whole life. You divide the time for ministry, for your husband, for your children. You need to take care of your own children. The Bible talks about loose woman or ungodly woman in Proverbs chapter 7, verse 11. She was loud and rebellious. Her feet would not stay at home. So please, wife, come home after work. Take care of your husband. Take care of your children. Don't be loud. Do you know one thing about men? I believe all men have the same kind of feeling. If you agree with me, say amen. This is what men like. Men like to be respected. Can I hear amen loud? Men like to be respected. Women like security. Is that true? Pastor does say amen. Women like security. But men like to be respected. So wife, don't yell at your husband. But husband, you need to love your wife. You need to be sensitive to your wife. <laughs> Hallelujah. When you nurture your children correctly, it doesn't mean that they will never sin. They will never make mistakes. And some of them may even backslide. Okay? Even though you have done your best for your children, everything you t- t- teach them, you show love to them, you show the fear of God, you set good example to them, but they can still make mistakes. They can run away from church. They can run away from God. They may go to university and then they're worldly and uh, idiots. Teacher, tell them that you come from monkey, blah, 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 and they walk away from God. But don't worry because you have done your best and when you cry now to God, God will answer you and God will bring them back one day. But you have to do your part first. I believe that many of you who are under my voice right now run away from God when you were in college. And now you come back to church because your mom prayed for you, because your dad showed good example to you, and now you return to God. So don't be discouraged. Pray for them. Continue to be good example to your children. Amen? You need to be a praying mom, praying dad. You raise your kids in the way of God because you fear God. 
and you pray for them all the time. Amen. Hallelujah. You must be committed to your home, and you will raise your kids in the right way. I'm gonna continue next Sunday. The third principle of Psalm 128. Today we learn that husband. I conclude now. Husband, you need to become a godly man. Commit to God. Build the atmosphere that your wife can cling, can climb, can cluster. And when you become united, God will answer your prayer. You honor your wife, and God will answer your prayer, and God will bless your family. And when your wife becomes strong, become mature, she will make you become drunk, a happy man, happy wife, happy wife. And when you both are happy, the kids you see you happy, they are nurtured by you. You build the ground for the olive to grow. And they will produce fruit, and when they grow up, they become olive oil. They produce oil that will heal people around them. That will bring massage to make people feel good when they are around people. They will be used for cooking, so everywhere they go, they will make good food for people. Not not food like this. Mean spiritual food for people. They make people grow up and strong through their life because you raise your kids that way. Amen. Amen. For single men, start your life now before God send you a woman. Amen. That you need to be a godly man. Start from now. Amen. Amen. You learn something today. Amen. Next week we're gonna learn the third key of happy family. In Psalm 128, the third and the fourth key. Actually, third and fourth key kind of together. The first key what? Fear your God. Take God seriously. The second key: build the atmosphere in your house that your wife become the wine around you, that grow and produce grapes, and build the atmosphere of nurturing. Of godliness and the fear of God, so that your children will grow up to be a big olive tree, powerful and produce fruit. Amen. Amen. How many people say I'm gonna do do this, learn and practice what I learn? Hallelujah. How many men say I will improve? Improve. Keep your hand up high. Don't do like this. Go up high, hallelujah! How many people repent? Repent, amen. Praise God, Father. We thank you so much, Lord, for teaching your church the key in Psalm 128, how to build a happy family, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for showing us the symbols of vine and olive tree, olive olive plants. Oh Lord, we believe that Your Holy Spirit will give us grace to be able to practice what we learn. Lord, from now on, every family in Your church shall be strong and happy. The marriage relationship will be stronger. 
your men shall be changed, shall be mature, shall be the blessing to their wife and their children. The parents, the couple, shall be full of your anointing to nurture their children, Lord. We thank you, Father, for your word today. Thank you, Lord. In the wonderful name of Jesus Christ, amen, amen. Hallelujah. I'd like to lead you to pray a prayer of dedication to the Lord. Some of you may not be a believer. You can give your life to God. Many of you are believers. Some of you have been a believer for a long time. But it's good sometimes that we pray a prayer of dedication, that we really sanctify our life, dedicate our life to the Lord to do what He say. Amen. Should we pray together? Should we stand up and say a prayer of dedication? Dedicate your life to the Lord and everything else will come. He is the person who will bless you, protect you, guide you, and give you grace. He is the answer to your life. So the person that you should dedicate to is the Lord. Amen? Let's pray the prayer of dedication to the gift together. Father in heaven, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of King David, Elijah, and Elisha, the Father of Jesus Christ, my Savior. This morning, I make up my mind to dedicate my life to you. I give my life to you. My mind, my spirit, my emotion, my body, my money, everything that I have, everything that I am, I give them to you. I shall live for you. I live in the fear of God. I shall obey you. I shall repent of my sin easily. I will seek godliness, holiness, and righteousness. I seek to please you serve you, praise you, worship you all the days of my life. And I believe in your promise because I fear you. You shall bless me. I shall eat the fruit of my labor. Blessings and prosperity will be mine. I shall be healthy, live a long life, full of the blessing of Abraham. And I shall be the blessing to the nations. May you, Lord, get the glory from my life. Thank you, Lord, for accepting my prayer. I mean it. I'm serious about it. In the wonderful name of Yeshua Hamakshik, 
the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's sing this song together. Hallelujah. My life, life is in You, Lord, Lord my, my strength. Is in You, Lord, and my hope is in You, Lord. Is in You, is in You. For my life is in You, Lord, my strength. Is in my hope. My hope is in You, Lord. Is in You, is in You. I praise You and I praise You. With all of my life, I praise you. I'll praise you with all of my strength. With all of my life, with all of my strength, all of my hope is in you. Is in You, Lord, and my hope is in You, Lord. Is in You, is in You. My life is in You, Lord. My strength is in You, Lord. My hope is in You, Lord. Is in You, is in You, is in You, is in You. Is in you, is in you. I would like to ask all the single to raise your hand up right now. I like to pray for you that God shall provide for you a godly spouse. God will bring to you a man to the woman, a man who fear God. God will bring a woman to the single man in this room, or in the live stream, a godly woman. Father, we all come together and agree for your provision in the area of marriage and family, Lord. I pray with my brother and sister in this room by faith for the provision of godly spouse. In this people who are single, you will give them the best for their life. Thank you, Lord. The best, Lord, bless them that they will have a happy marriage, godly family, happy family in the future. You will bring to them. The right person at the right time, at the right place, and they can discern who is that person. Oh Lord, that future home will be full of love, full of godliness. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you, Lord. I like to ask all the married people, raise your hand up. Married people, maybe your husband is not here. 
Your wife not here because you came from another city or something. Raise your hand up and we're gonna pray. Pastor Da, can you pray for the family? May I have the microphone? Pastor Da will pray to bless all the family, all the married couple. Hallelujah. Receive by faith. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, Father, we thank you so much, O oh God, for your provision. We thank you, Lord, that you have provided us, Father, with family, with the spouse. Father, it must be your divine appointment, Lord, that we love each other, and then we make family. We come together as family. Amen. Father, it is your original plan. Yes, Lord. That every man will not be alone, but have. Husband and wife join hand together. Yes. Yes. But you provide a spouse for us, O God. We will provide family for us, O Lord. Yes, Lord. And for the important purpose, O God. Yes, Lord. That we will bring, we will produce, O God, godly descendant, Lord. We will produce. Godly offsprings, Lord, to fill the earth, to expand the Garden of Eden. It is Your plan, O God, to restore, Father, this earth to be the Garden of Eden, Lord. Amen. I pray in Jesus' mighty name, O God, and we thank You so much, O God, that You will bless all the families. Yes, Lord. Not only on in this church. But every church and around the world, Lord. Amen. I pray, O oh God, in Jesus' mighty name, that You shall bless, Father, the family to be happy family. We pray, dear God, that You will increase love in the family, Father. You will help us, O oh God, to appreciate one another. Yes. You will please help us, O oh God, to overlook the fault, Father, and love our our family. Our spouses and our children, Amen. Unconditionally, pour your love upon our hearts, O God, through the Holy Spirit, Amen. And help us, Lord, build a very happy home. Father, we know, dear God, that in the media and everywhere, there are so many things that distract us, so many things that try to come against our family, try to destroy our family, Father. There's so many things that God in the world, Lord, that that try to tear down our faith and our family, Lord. But dear Lord, You are greater. Hallelujah, Lord. You are greater. You are greater, and Your name is above all names, O God. Hallelujah. And You are the possible God, and You can do all things, and nothing is impossible for You. I command in Jesus' mighty name that the Evil power have to be have to lift all the family in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah! I pray that all the bad effect of the world will not be able to touch the family. I pray for the divine protection over every family in Jesus' mighty name. Yes. Amen. Hallelujah! Oh Lord, I pray, oh God, that every child in every family will yes. be a happy camper. <laughs> Amen. Every child will be growing up. In a godly environment, yes. Every kid.
father in the family will grow up with the confidence of love from their parents yes, and love from their church, especially love from you, O oh God. Father, bless the family, O oh God. Amen. Bless the family indeed. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. 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 If you don't mind, I have two more. I like you all of you to join with me to pray for our members who whose spouse is not a believer yet, or their children walk away from God. Should we pray for them? With I don't want to mention any name, but let's lift up our brother and sister. Whose spouse is not following God or doesn't know God? Let's pray and for their children as well. Let's believe God together. Father, we lift up our brothers and sisters, whose spouse and whose children are not walking with God right now. We believe you answer the prayer of your church. You say in the Bible, when your people humble themselves and call on your name and repent of their sin, you shall answer from heaven, Lord. We humble ourselves right now and ask for your salvation to come into all these unbelieving loved ones in our home, in this house. You will visit them. You will visit them in their dreams, in their vision. You shall touch them. Send your angel to help them. Open their spiritual eyes to know you, to receive the light of the gospel. Oh Lord, I don't care how hard the case is, but I believe you. For you, nothing is impossible. We pray for the salvation. We intercede for them right now in the name of Yeshua Hamashiach. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. My life is in you, Lord. My strength. Is in You, Lord. My hope is in You, Lord. Is in, in You. Is in, in You, my life. My life is in You, Lord. And my strength is in You, Lord. And my hope is in You, Lord. Is in You. Is in You. Now praise you with all of my life. Now praise you with all of my strength. With all of my life. With all of my strength. May the Lord bless all of you. Have a great week. May the Lord use you. May the light of God shine through all of you. May the presence of the Lord go with all of you to bless people around you. May the Lord give all of you more anointing, more gifts to run the race 
with joy to the end. May the hand of the Lord be upon all of you. In the name of Jesus, you are blessed. You are healthy. You have a long life. You are prosperous, anointed, and full of faith and love. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And all the people say, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You, Praise the name of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. I'm so thirsty. Thank you.